Hello and welcome to Blades Pod. It is Wednesday, the 15th of September. My name is Ben, my voice is back, and Andrew is also back. How are you, pal? My voice is going a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we've changed roles here today. I'm a bit croaky today, but I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, all good. I said it's back. It's it's probably 80% back, so maybe by by the whole game, I'll have a... A fully a fully fit voice box, which is in time yeah. to wreck it again, probably. Um, yeah. So, Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Six six goals is uh, is bad for my voice. So let's yeah. let's do that again. Um, so a two all draw with Preston, and uh, well, give me your overriding emotion now. What are we on like uh, sort of. The, the, 15 hours or so after full time. What is your overriding emotion from this game? I've gone from unbelievable frustration to just frustration. <laughs> I've just watched the highlights back, the 10 minutes highlights, and I'm oh, I'm just like, I, you know, like your watch is just shaking your head as if, you idiots, <laughs> you had that in your hand. Yeah, really, just, just frustrating is the biggest word, I think. Yeah, uh, which I'm sure we're going to talk about at length uh, over the course of this episode. I will say on the plus side, and uh, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm clutching at straws here. This is a genuine feeling uh, allied with the frustration. On the plus side, these last two games have been a hell of a lot better than yeah. um, anything that came before the international break. Um, and it is nice seeing us score goals again. That's eight goals in uh, in four days, I think it is, after one in our first five games. So that's enjoyable. Um, yeah, the team has clearly improved since the international break since these new players have come in um not a certainly nowhere near a uh a, as dominant a performance as we saw against peterborough no. i think you put a fair bit of that down to the opposition as well um and i'm sure we can we can talk about preston uh in a little bit but i thought it was a good enough performance uh ultimately to win a, a game that could have gone either way i suppose in its last stages and ended up going neither way in the end yeah, frustratingly yeah. um i was you know 94th minute i was stood there sort of thinking this is going to be a really good win in that we've ground it out against a team that have come with a good plan they've been very physical with us you know they they've had a couple of chances themselves we've obviously spotted them a goal out of nothing as well I thought this could be a really good win. And then, yeah, snatched away. Oh, I can't even say snatched away. Thrown no, away. Thrown, tossed away. Thrown away, yeah. <laughs> Terrible. If we can just stop giving away one to two awful goals every game, mm. that would be great. <laughs> That's the most the most annoying thing by a mile is that team, I know every team sort of says this, but this yeah. is absolutely 100%, I think, in our case. Teams are not having to work hard for these goals. They're not good goals. We're creating five or six opportunities in the last couple of games, more in the, in the last one, in fact, where we're playing good football. Mm. And you think, thinking, I imagine from an opposition's point of view, you're thinking, you know, that's decent play. They've got rounders because of this and that, and it's quite quick. The goals that we're conceding, or just going on yesterday, they're just balls over the top or balls into the box. A, a, gen, a standard League One side should be able to defend those goals yesterday for me. Yeah. I think, I mean, the the two goals yesterday, I mean, it's not even like, you know, we lost a challenge in the air. You know, that happens sometimes. You come up against, you know, Bir- yeah. take Birmingham, for example, they're a more physically dominant team than uh, than we are. And they, yeah. you know, yeah, made yeah. hay from that. 
Those two goals last night, flipping heck. I mean, it's just they're so flaky and weak at the back. And as you say, you expect it to be more physical. And I, so I, we probably didn't even mention this on our pre-season pod that it were going to be a more physical league because you imagine the majority of these players have played at this level before. It's nothing new to them, yeah. this style of play. And, and by the way, I'm not saying Preston were complete long ball or anything like that. They did play some nice stuff as well. But their main chances came from balls into the box, over the top, corners, throw-ins and whatever. <clears throat> I just It's just so simple, the stuff that's undoing us. I, I think that it's that's what's so frustrating. If Preston had scored that goal where Daniel Johnson put a fantastic ball through and they're stri- and it also pulled up a great save, you could sort of say, that's a good ball, good move. You know, he's caught the defenders uh, running backwards, fair enough. But the goals that we've conceded in the last two games have all been preventable. Yeah, I'd uh, I'd say so, yeah. So it's, you know, I, I guess the crumb of comfort is you should be able to fix that. I mean, we are unfortunately going to end up talking about Jack Robinson again. Um we are. But we, we have his replacement here already. It's Ben Davis, and he's unfortunately... My issue with that is Ben Davis is not himself not a physical player in That's terms true. of he's not he's not a six-foot-five, no-nonsense, Chris Morgan-style centre-half. Um, and he's had a, an all-right start, I'd say. He made a couple of mistakes against Huddersfield, but he's not been dominant or anything like that. I do worry that teams are... Preston might not even play that physical against other sides, but I think teams know that we're going to be weak with long throws, crosses, corners. And it's it really is. It's a cliche, but it's bread and butter stuff to, to deal with that sort of thing. I mean, even the best sides in the world, you know, Man City haven't got alehouse defenders or anything, but they can deal with corners. Yeah, yeah. And uh, until we show that um, we can stop it, teams are going to keep targeting it. I mean... Mm-hmm. This is why I would credit Preston. I think they absolutely targeted the left side yep. of our defence because, A, there's Jack Robinson and uh, Norrington Davis, um, I thought, struggled quite a bit defensively last night as well. Yeah, um, so, And, that, you know, I think they really tried to prey on that. So, um, yeah, fair play to him, I suppose. Um, that the- left-hand side all night was getting caught out. The right-hand side, I don't think Egan and Baldock did too much wrong defensively, certainly not individual mistakes that I can remember. Baldock lost his man a couple of times in the first half, but that left-hand side with Norton Davis and Robinson, they were just every time getting caught behind, getting caught, people running past them. And it that's, yeah, I mean, as you said, we've got players to come back in that left side. I do think Ben Davis is a better player than Jack Osborne, for instance, whatever I think of his physical presence. Hmm. Jack Osborne. The, Jack, uh, Jack Robinson. I knew I'd said that wrong. I thought that that's... Yeah, Jack Robinson. It's, to it be Jack fair, Osborne. it's it's very close to Nanagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think if Ben Osborne would uh, would stand a better chance of you know heading that ball away than... Uh, we'll than obviously Jack come on to the goal, but yeah, we'll come on to it. Go, on, go through the game first. Go on. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, the, the team. So, team news. Uh, Robin Olsen comes in for his debut in for Wes Fodringham, so he's finally available after signing sort of two and a half weeks earlier. Uh, yeah. Ben Osborne himself was ill, apparently. Um, mm. uh, quite violently so, it sounded like. Probably uh, <laughs> Robinson were in the team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Luke Freeman gets a rare start ahead of him. Is that, I mean, when was the last time Luke Freeman started a league game for? Is like the third game of our first Premier League season, maybe? I think it might have been Brighton away. Ah, when yes, you're right. scored. Yeah, around Christmas. 20, but that's a long time ago. Yes, it is a long time ago. Um, I was quite excited to see him get that up. That was the, the yeah. sort of natural uh, replacement for Osborne, who 
I was very much looking forward to uh, playing again this game after his great performance on Saturday. Um, otherwise unchanged, meaning Endai, uh, or Injai, there we go, Injai. Now that I could hear Injai. I could hear Gary Sinclair say his name, so I'm, I'm, I'm reverting <laughs> to Njai. And, uh, and Gibbs White, they continue behind Sharp. Um, and we, we started the game really well. Uh, some A lot of good build-up down the left. Um, Gibbs White gets his second goal in as many games. A really nice controlled finish, I thought. Just sort of, yeah. you know, almost on the slide, like just... Yes. More difficult than it looked at the time. I've obviously watched the highlights back, and mm. it was more difficult. It looked like a bit of a tapping, like a scruffy sort of goal. But as you said, he's sort of on the floor and he guides it in. Yeah, I thought we were just a really good finish from him. Who had another good solid game? Actually, I'm not sure. I'm not sure he'll, he'll come up too much on the rest of this, but. He, he just looks a very good player, doesn't he? You know, he... I think the difference, he wasn't at his best, I don't think. You know, he, Second half, he sort of faded a little bit until the last 20 minutes or something like that. But every time he got the ball, same way he enjoyed that every time they got the ball, you thought, right, and they run. And I don't mind that. I don't mind if he doesn't come off for the entire game because that is exactly what we've missed. Yeah, and Jai really, I mean, he only managed about 60 minutes again. Um, 70 minutes, I think it was, actually. Mm. Uh, before going off with cramp, which is not unsurprising, um, no, yeah, given the, the stage of Although his career. Although shout out to uh, uh, Hal on Sheffield United away, who said he'll never get cramp again. So well done. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I presume we've been tongue in cheek, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I thought he, you know, obviously not the double goal scoring performance of the other day, but I thought he he did really well. I thought just you know the confidence again to sort of turn away from players and, you know, try stuff and really good close control again. I will say... It really is like watching a different side with those two in the team. I can't believe yeah. how different we look going forward with those two. And just players... I mean, you think how slow we were against Huddersfield. Pass, mm. pass, 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 pass. And those two have just transformed that. Every, like I said, it didn't always come off for them. I don't think they were 10 out of 10 performances or anything. But you just thought, oh, that's... Yeah, I see... What he's tried to do there, he's tried to do that. He's, you know, it did all come together, but such a different outfit going forward with those two. Yeah, we actually have a threat, and um, mm. you know, the threat is not just creating overload and try and find someone with a cross. It's like, yeah, these two players you actually have to worry about. And um, I will just mention, like, the, one of the first things that happened in this game was, and Jai got absolutely clattered yeah. by. Um, <clears throat> the Preston striker, whose name escapes me. It's the guy who actually, frustratingly enough, ended up scoring the winning goal. Can you remember his name? It's not a... A Jakobsen, there you go. Emil Jakobsen. Yeah. He goes straight through in jail, like a really hefty challenge. I think 70 seconds gone, and the ref gave him a talking to, and uh, and that was it. And then, of course, not too much later, he does end up getting booked for a bad challenge on Norwood, I think it was. Yeah. Frustrating that, uh, yeah, he got away. Yeah, so that was the 13th minute he did get booked, sort of 10 minutes after yeah. destroying and yeah, Everyone around me was saying that first one, that, you know, if that's five minutes into the game, or, sorry, 10 minutes into the game or whatever, he gets a booking. So. Mm. Uh, I'm just going to talk about the ref here because I don't want to... Shocking. You. Oh, I mean, I, I really don't like... People who listen to this, I don't normally go in refs. I go in on VAR, but not, not necessarily mm. refs that much. Oh, he just lost control from minute one, didn't he? So weak. So, so weak that... This this is the saltiest thing I can say about this game. Is it it really really stings when a team time wastes for seventy minutes and then benefits 
from that added time with a late equaliser yeah. after you've finally broken down. We we should have had the option to decline the added time, I think, you know. There's no <laughs> there's no advantage to us in I having that added time. What they their fans will say is we wasted time in a different way when we went to one up. Yeah. You know what I mean? We sort of passed it around and went to the corners and stuff like that. But yeah, it was only five <laughs> minutes left at that point, not 70. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of it was just absolutely, just egregious. I mean, Daniel Johnson, who will, again, I'm sure we'll mention quite a bit during this. Mm. That one where he got injured, supposedly blocking a cross, and then just took oh, as long as possible to walk off the pitch by not even remotely the nearest. He was sat on the byline. Why didn't he just, why didn't the ref tell him to just walk off the, you know, the end the, of the The worst pitch? bit for me was the throwing. Yeah, the first half, um, towards the end of the first half, and the, the guy had it. And I'm not joking, it must have been a minute and a half. <laughs> like him just sort of, and I would just go, what are you doing? Ref? Ref, the ref didn't say, he didn't even do the, the come on gesture. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like get a move on. Or tap his watch or anything. He just, yep, happy, happy with this rest for me. Yeah. yeah. He, I, honestly, I was furious with how long that throwing took because I was just thinking, <laughs> and I don't blame Preston for that. They're trying to take the sting out of the game. It's up to the ref yeah, to keep yeah. the game going. I hate time wasting. It's it, 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 like not, and I hate it when we do it as well. Like not in a yeah when we were doing the old lays at the end and stuff. I was like, no, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not even in a calmer way to be honest. It's just like. Yeah. I've paid money to watch this. I don't, you know, I mean, the Preston goalkeeper must have had 20 minutes of possession on his own, like with the yeah. ball in his hands. Just, I've not paid to watch people take goal kicks and throw-ins. I, I really think they need, I don't know, come on, football, reinvent yourself. You should have like maximum of 10 seconds to take a throw-in. talking to a, a, a goalkeeper uh, once, a professional goalkeeper, I don't get his name away, and uh, we were time-wasting, he used to play for us, and... Um, I said, like, you're never worried about getting sent off about that, you know, because you've already been booked in the game. Because mm. when have you ever seen a keeper get sent off for time-wasting? Yeah. You're not bothered at all. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Which sort of sums it up. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, referee, not the reason we failed to win this game, but it was incredibly infuriating. And, yeah, it just sort of felt like, um, you know, he was letting them get away with the time-wasting equivalent of murder. I don't know what that would be. Um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, after going one nil up, we Sharp had a good header from. Well, sorry, had a good chance headed just. I wide. think he should have scored that Sharp, or at least got on target. Yeah, I think so. It wasn't too far away. That was more good play down the left. Actually, I thought Freeman and um, Norton Davis started the yeah, game really well. Yeah, I, I criticised Norton Davis and nice too, um, actually. And looking back at those highlights, I'm probably a little bit harsh on him. I said he had a shocker. Mm. Actually, he put a few good balls in in that first half that I overlooked in my uh, post-match immediate anger. I think. <laughs> I think they both of those two started the game really well um, mm. and then didn't end it as well, to be honest. Um, and yeah, uh, Norrington Davis is all over the place for the equaliser, but even more all over the place is Robin Olsen. What on earth was yeah. going on here? I couldn't believe it. I've almost, I looked at the linesman, actually. Like straight after, I thought, that can't really be a goal, can it? <laughs> you know, he's... he's What's happened? I mean, again, it was a little bit like the Peterborough one in that I didn't see it coming at all in the sense of I didn't think any danger when the ball went over the top. I must say, though, Olsen's obviously out of position. It's a horrific mistake. The guy still clean. Johnson's still clean through, though, even if he stays where he is. From essentially a 70-yard... Oh, don't. These balls over the top. And this... The same happens sort of every week, and it happened last season in the Premier League, and even the season before to a certain degree. Mm. Ball over the top, and we just cut out every time. Norton Davis this time at fault. I think 
I feel like we are trying to play quite a high line, or we were in this one because they, yeah. uh, they certainly kept the linesmen interested, didn't they? In the in the first half, particularly, I think it's uh, I think it's Sean Maguire, the the striker, who just I don't know. It, it was like the opposite of Billy Sharp, and that he, he seemed to be incapable of being caught offside for the majority. Yeah, a lot of times I were appealing as you do and thinking he probably isn't actually, but <laughs> yeah, but let's put a bit of pressure on the linesman. Yeah, yeah. He, he was either. <laughs> Uh, in in the linesman's blind spot or um, or timing his runs to absolute perfection, but yeah, so I, I think we were trying to play that high line, but it's you know there's no there's no particular craft about that that goal. I mean, obviously, it's no. a, this it, is what's so frustrating with the goals. If like I said, if if the, the chance where Johnson put the guy through, I can't. I don't know if it was. The, I don't know who it was who actually missed that chance. To be honest, but yeah. in the second half, I can hold my hands up and say, yeah, we probably could have defended a little bit better, maybe closed him down. Robinson don't follow his man again. But it's a good, great ball from Johnson. This is just a nothing ball over the top that should never, ever have led to a chance, let alone a goal. Yeah, uh, Olsen moves as though he's, you know, coming out to field the ball, um, which at no stage looked like a good decision. No, I look um, back, I've rewound the goal a couple of times, trying to sort of because I do like to sort of defend the players because it's easy to say, "What's he doing here?" And I've rewound it, and I just—I've got no idea. Like, sort of, uh, it's nowhere close to coming towards him. I don't know what he's doing. No, exactly. And yeah, like you, I was sort of just like, "What?" It was like a glitch in a game. Yeah, <laughs> what's just happened there? You know, Johnson just—it it wasn't like he even needed to take a particularly good touch or anything. You know, he just chests it wide of the keeper and rolls it into the yeah. empty net. Um, I will just say Daniel Johnson, because I mentioned him on the last podcast as someone I always yes. think has a good game as, against us. What is this guy's deal? Is this like the Preston Pele? He turns into Ronaldo every time he plays against I us. I can only imagine he plays well twice a season and we just see it. But now every time I see him, even on TV, he looks every time. I think, you know, why has no one gone in for him? Sort of, no offence to Preston, but even if he's not going to be a Premier League side, you know, a top championship side who's just come down or something like that, maybe. It's yeah. like ourselves, in fact, or, or, you know, West Brom or someone like that. But. Yeah. No, I, I really don't. I can only imagine there must be something there, but obviously injuries or something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I uh, I went and looked this up because I was curious if if stats backed up my gut feeling on this because you know this is like the Billy Sharp thing and like oh he always yeah. scores against us. So Johnson has only scored twice against us, including last night, but he does also have three assists. So in seven games against Sheffield United, he's he's got a combined five goals and assists, which isn't isn't bad it's also uh better than any other opponent he's played against apart from Wigan Athletic who he's got one goal four assists in five games he's he's got four goals four assists against Bristol City but that's from 15 games he's only played seven yeah. against us so he does like playing against us he really I mean, really does been going on since league one as well this uh will we have I don't know if we only played them seven times maybe he wasn't in their team then because yeah. I feel like we've played Preston seven times in the last six months. Yeah, <laughs> and then we've been Preston. in the Premier League. I, I, obviously, I do the view from, and um, every time, like I do, it tell me how many posts have got the name of the club in. Yeah. Nine posts for Preston since I've been doing it. Uh, not since I've been doing it, but since I started the 
up as a website, and that's the most I've ever seen. So I reckon they are the team I've seen as play the most in my time watching United. Weirdly, yeah, it just, yeah. yeah. Especially as it seems to keep joining them in the cups, and we had them in the playoffs once as well. But yeah, yeah it, it was really good against again Johnson, and uh, it did not escape my attention that almost literally the second that he was subbed off, we scored a goal again in the second half. But I'm surprised get- he subbed that actually. I can only imagine mm. maybe he got a knock or something. Because when he went off, I was like. Yep, <laughs> yeah, I was. Good <laughs> yes, I was super relieved at that. So yeah. one all out of, I won't say totally out of nothing. It wasn't like the Peterborough equaliser because Preston were posing a bit more of a threat. Um, yeah. Maybe we could talk about Olsen here. Uh, a slightly uh, didn't fill me with huge confidence in this game. I don't think he was that mistake apart, which was a, a shocker to be honest. Yeah. You know, that's that's the kind of thing. Ramsdale or Verips or anyone would have got buried for doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, I don't think he did anything particularly wrong, and he made a magnificent save in the second half from that one-on-one. He, he really did. I, I think he um, made a poor kick out in the second half. Oh god, he did, didn't he? Yeah, a really poor kick out. But other than that, I, I can forgive him this. I thought you know, lobbing him straight in. He's a goalkeeper as well. I'm not going to lose any sleep over Olsen yeah. at this particular moment in time. I think he showed enough as well. If that were a very performance, you'd be saying, what's he doing in the goal? But I think you'd also be saying, to be fair, though, he you know, punched a few of that. Just before they scored the, the second goal, actually, they had a long throw, obviously, again, and he came out, dealt with it. Great punch mm. away, which I don't think any of the other keepers would have done. No, probably not. Um, he generally went long with his, with his kicking, but I think probably his first touch, he just sort of like instantly switched it out to Norton Davis mm. on the wing. I was like, yep, that is, that's a step up. You know, if, if you can keep the ball yeah. out of the net as well, then that's really going to help us build from yeah, the back. Yeah, Although, yeah. as it happens, we seem to just be going long with most of our goal kicks in the second half. But I'm, yeah. um, I'm very glad he's available to play. And uh, I don't expect him to make that level of mistake very often because... No, he's got an excellent reputation. He's played for some good teams as an international goalkeeper. Yeah, and, and I know he's an experienced guy and stuff, but it must be, you know, it's his first game. Doesn't know his teammates straight in there. Yeah, it, it is difficult. So I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna go in on it all. I'd have to say though, I think in, I think one one at half time were probably about right. I thought Preston won more of the second balls and put us under pressure with corners and stuff like that. But at the same time, we had the better chances. Obviously, the Freeman miss after one one was yeah, we should so, have buried that. Like. <clears throat> yeah, Norwood went pretty close with a good shot from the edge of the box, which went just over. And then, yeah, this was a really good move, I thought, football. Um, a really good football move. And uh, sorry, it sounds so stupid. I don't know why I said that. Like a, fo- a football <laughs> move. A football move. It's not a basketball move, is it? Um, <laughs> well, fortunately not. Uh, yeah, Baldock picks out Freeman in the middle. A, a rare good ball from Baldock. Um yeah, feel a bit harsh saying that, but there was several examples yes. in the second half where I had my head in my hands. That chip from Baldock in the second half, which everyone who went will know what I'm on about, yeah. I turned around and I just said, is, he, is this a joke? Is, <laughs> is this like Impractical Jokers where I'm some hidden camera show? Because that was so poor, even by Baldock's standards. Oh, dear, oh dear. That was bad. But the ball here to Freeman was very good, and unfortunately yeah. the finish from Freeman did not match the quality of the pass. No. Slaps it over the bar with his his weaker foot, but ah, oh, such a good chance, unmarked on the edge of the excuse me on the penalty spot. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was going to be two one. He's got to no, bury it. Fuck He's fuck got it. to bury that. Yeah. Um, so that takes us to half time, and I'll, I'll maybe just use that as a point to talk about Freeman. 
a little bit disappointed, to be honest. Mm. He's a player I really liked um, in the years before we signed him. And then obviously we've not seen him very much. I don't think he had a bad game, no. but I was expecting It was just average. More. I think he's, especially in the second half, I think he slowed us down so much when you've Definitely. got... Uh, Gibbs White and uh, and Jade sort of running so fast that everyone's running, and then he gets to, and he just slows it down. I mean, Berger did it to a degree, but then he he paces on straight after. That's the way he, he sort of takes people on. Mm. There were so many times where Martin Davis is down the left, and Freeman's just sort of dillying, dallying around with it. You're like, pass it to him on the wing, and it, by that point, the Preston players had got back. I yeah, he's a player I've wanted to see in because we've not really seen much of him. But I, I think if Osborne's back on Saturday, he, he takes the shirt. Yeah, I reckon so. Is it? He's in the right position there, Freeman, at least. In the, in the team, I mean, you know, that's that's mm. where he's had a lot of his success is that kind of wide yeah. left position. So, yeah, that's something. And, yeah, I thought in the first half he was good. You know, he almost had an he could have had an assist if Sharp gets his header on target. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember if it's him or Norrington Davis that puts in the cross that ends up being the Gibbs-White goal. I'm, but, I'm pretty sure it's Freeman. I think right. it's Freeman that, yeah. Yeah, started well, but then, uh, yeah, lagged a bit in the second half. And he... Um, he ended up going off after an hour for Berger, who you mentioned, who's also yes. back in the team. Um, or back on the bench, I should say. I should just say, how expensive was that substitutes bench? Did it, did it hit you this? I was when I was uh, well, Preston fell on the view from said it was £70 million. Yeah. Uh, So I... I have to admit, when we were bringing these subs on, I was thinking, from their point of view, the Preston fans, they must be thinking, what? Yeah. <laughs> where does he come? You know, what I mean? the, the, where are these? I mean, I imagine our bench costs more than their team five times, six times over. Yeah, I think you're probably right, to be honest. Yeah. Which is not, again, I'm not criticising Preston. Sounds like I'm being sort of Billy Big Time there, but, you know, it's a, it's a detriment to where we are that we've got 70 million pounds of talent on the bench really yeah absolutely yeah three 20 million pound signings in uh in burger brewster and mcburney and and the first yeah. first two of those do come on brewster comes on for and as we said cramps up harahan ends up coming off for norwood um uh, a little bit later there was that massive save from um uh, Olsen, uh, yeah, through yeah. The, for the one-on-one where he, he did so well to obviously he's just trying to get his his leg in the way, but I almost feel like he deserves extra points for the fact it loops onto the top of the net, like yeah, almost yeah. like he was going in and uh, just fortunately went over. Just, could... just before that, one of the worst pieces of defending I've seen for a long time from um, Jack Robinson, where their big strike crew didn't have the the most pace. I think it's fair to say. That's so bad. Do you know when he takes him on and he, he shoots miles oh, wide in the end? No, I, yeah. I, I think it was on a break. We'd had a, like a half chance and it had gone up the other end. And I mean, I'm not a professional footballer by any stretch of the imagination. I've never played at a, a decent level. But even I know, don't do that, what you've just done. You've let him go past you. You've so, you're so far away from him. You're not closing him down. You're showing him on the side that he wants to be on. It, mm. it was just honestly. I, I thought that were appalling defending, like just sort of basic stuff. Oh, God, it was. I, I, I'd forgotten that, actually. The worst thing about that, it wasn't like, I, I don't know which player it was who had that shot for Preston, but it wasn't like he did, you know, a bit of skill or even a no. sort of stop and go or anything like that, any kind of body movement. He literally just ran past him, and he's not the fastest player or anything like that. This yeah. is what was so frustrating. The guy wasn't sort of, you couldn't, if it was, I don't know, uh, and Jay, even for us, you know, if if, that, if it was him, you'd think, well, fair enough, can't catch up with him. But yeah. even then, you've got to put pressure on him. But I don't know if Robinson backed himself to outpace him, but I don't know why. Mm, yeah. 
Exactly. There were a couple of times as well in the second half that really frustrated with Norton Davis where he tried to outpace Daniel Johnson as well and you're like, stop doing that because that's not going to work out for you. Yeah, a bit of a... I think we saw a slight sort of physical or, or athletic weakness, I suppose, from, from yeah. both strength and speed um, yeah. in this yeah. one. And yeah, that's, that's, maybe that's going to limit his ceiling as a player a little bit, but mm. maybe he just learns uh, when to try that and when to, you know, I think he's been playing wing back pretty much all his career, even for Luton and Stoke. So, mm. again, I, you know, like I said, I criticised him for his performance yesterday, but I'm not going to go fully in on him or anything like that because he's still only 22 yeah. and he's got to learn a new role, really. Yeah, he was okay. I don't think he was. I don't think he was bad. You know, he obviously gets caught out for the first goal. Um, just yeah, that's probably the first time I've seen him where I was like a little bit concerned at, at how he actually performed. Um, I thought he did have a poor game. I thought his crossing were really poor in the second half. He just kept it in the first man. But that's true. Yeah, like I say, it's one one game. Yeah, fair dues. Um, what was I going to talk about here? Oh, yeah, I can't actually remember the order here. Um, I, I believe that Olsen made that save and then Fleck had the that, amazing that's chance. That's correct. Right. Yeah, I think that's right. Is that right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. We had not had a, a sort of meaningful shot in the second half up to this point, And this is sort of... No getting towards about 75, 80 minutes. And Fleck with, uh, you know, we said it last time, like, where has this John Fleck been? Running into the yeah. box and that's what he does. He he drives forward in on goal. He's got Brewster to his right. He's but got he, to pass it. <laughs> I don't know if Brewster was offside. It wasn't the most intelligent bit of movement from the, him. The first bit where Brewster's run, I was just saying, where are you going, Brewster? Where mm. are you going? <laughs> You're so far offside. I don't know if he sort of got back on onside and... If, I, I don't know, you clean through, but yeah. yeah. I, I like to see him running forward, though, like I have to admit. Definitely. I'm all right with him taking that shot, to be honest. And uh, yeah. he try he tries to sort of dink it over the keeper who does make a good save. The thing that really frustrated me is we have like two player Brewster and someone else, I, I can't remember who it was, are basically stood like on the same bit of pitch rather than being, you know, slightly spread out. So, of course, yeah, the rebound yeah, yeah. ends up uh, ricocheting back towards a Preston player instead. Um, but then we did score that second goal, um, and uh, what a thing of beauty this was! Unbelievable, like, a fantastic team goal. Um, you know, for anyone who gets a bit twitchy when we start quote <laughs> mucking about at the back, yeah, that's why you do it. That's the perfect example of playing out from yep. the back. Is you know one of the better goals we scored this season uh, out of the. Nine, they were up to now, I think. Right, six, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. so good, mate. So good, you know, right from the goalkeeper. I think it's Brewster who plays a really good, like, one touch pass on the right wing. Is, is yeah, that right? Yeah, it is yeah. him. Yeah, that goes into Gibbs White. He does a nice little uh flick inside to Fleck. Um, and yeah, it come, comes to Sharp, a little bit fortunate with the sort of the way the ball ends up ricocheting, but we've got bodies in the box at this point and uh, Berger drills it through the keeper's legs. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is a great moment. That's unfortunately I went I, I said to you just before we started, I thought I'm going to pass out. I really, I was, <laughs> I was jumping around and celebrating. I went proper dizzy for about two seconds. Like that's how mad I'd gone. So um, I thought that was a winner. I really did. I thought, I mean, I know we're always, you know, likely to concede a goal, but just the way I thought we'd, took control of the game by that point as well. Mm. I thought once Berger came on, we looked far more threatening. We were sort of dominating the ball. They were getting deeper and deeper, and I thought, well, that's the, that's it. That'll, that'll finish him off. And it pretty much did, to be honest. Yeah, 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 for sure. They, I, 
we'll get to this in a sec. Um, <laughs> I, I was kind of pleased. I was thinking with Berge, you know, he's, he obviously had a lot of fanfare when he arrived and then we've had the pandemic and now, mm. you know, scoring what looked like being a winning goal in front of the cop yeah. at, at last, if you like. I thought that was mm. going to be a really great moment for him sort of personally as well as for us, I guess. But yeah, yeah. snatched away. But I'm glad you said that about how it it sort of was, you know, it sort of was the decisive goal because we were under absolutely no pressure at all for the last I would, 10 if minutes. If that game had have finished in 94 minutes, I'd have been on this pod now saying, what a way we saw that out because I thought we'd play it absolutely. People saying you shouldn't be going to the corners and all this sort of stuff. And I get that. I do get that. There were times where we probably were a bit too negative. But in terms of keeping the ball and passing, that's how you see a game out. You know, we saw England do it in the uh, World Cup semi against Denmark. It really reminded me of that, actually. Yeah. Just passing, passing. They couldn't get near us. To me, it looked like their heads had dropped. They couldn't get the ball off us. Every loose ball were going towards. We just had it. I thought we were a really, really good way of seeing it out until that final moment. Yeah. We almost got a third as well. Uh, good shot by yeah. Sharp. Well saved by the keeper. But annoyingly, again, he pushes it straight to a Preston player on the edge of the yeah. box and they actually launch a counter attack from it. But yeah, you're right. We were just in no danger at all. And. I, I agree. It did feel like we were managing the game superbly. And then uh, I, I don't really mean this as a criticism. I'm just describing what happens here. But Harahan makes the decision to dribble towards the corner. What yeah. they will criticise is his attempts to waste time here are absolutely atrocious. And I have no idea what he would do. In it. Yeah. It kills, what, maybe three seconds of play? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, trying to hold it he in He may the as well just booted it. He would have won that game, in fact, if he would just booted <laughs> it out of the ground. <laughs> yeah. So he gives it away. Um, it goes up to the halfway line. Sharp makes a dumb foul. I think I think, I think this does deserve to be criticised. Now, the reason we concede an equaliser is not because we give away that free kick. It just... It didn't help, you know. It's a poor foul. It's a nothing... No need to do it. The ball's going nowhere. They've got nothing going on. And it gives him a chance to get up the field. Exactly that. I've seen people blaming him for the goal. If you if you can't defend a free kick from the centre <laughs> circle, yes, we, we, I've said, I think I put this on this too that you may as well just start the, the the game, boot the ball in your own net, and say right, we've conceded. Come on now, <laughs> because that what what's the point? You know, I mean, the, it's a free kick on the halfway line. Yeah, these goals do happen and stuff like that, but you should be dealing with that. You definitely should. Um... Uh, uh, you know, yeah, not nothing particularly special about the the ball into the box. You know, just a straight ball to the edge of the area. Jack Robinson is completely unmarked, and he rises to head it clear. And we, get I, I, I'm a clapping. I was ready to clap. I sort of had my hands rise. Got this. He's read it. He's got it. And then the worst bit of, I mean, he, he didn't read it. That's the problem. <laughs> so, oh god, damn! It's it, this is. This is where it stings because that's two points we've lobbed away there. And yeah. he's obviously had a shocker the last two games, Robinson. Um he you know wouldn't be in our team if if Davis was fit. We could argue we probably shouldn't be in the team. He shouldn't be in the Davis team now. I don't, I, I, like I say, I'm not, I don't want to go on in him. I think he's he's struggling in the sense that he's not really a centre half. He's five mm. foot eleven or something like that. He's more of a he, he brought in for that left sided centre half thing. He's more of a left back from yeah. when I've ever seen him play for QPR and uh, Forest before. He's playing in a position that's not his, you know, he's, that, that's not where he's supposed to be playing. That's not where he's made his made his name, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do feel sorry for him that. He's not the biggest. He's quite obviously not good enough. I think. Yeah, we, I, 
we're not under an obligation to keep playing him, are we? No, no. <laughs> I mean, we, we, you can't sugarcoat it. He's, he's cost us at least three goals solely, in my opinion, this season, which is good going considering he's only started like five games. <laughs> yeah. He, no. he's, he's, he, the goal against West Brom, where he ends it in his own net, which is really poor defence. Again, another bad header hmm. from him. Uh, the goal office against Peterborough and that one last... They, they are all down individually to him and I hate picking out that one player to have a go out, but you you can't get round it. Yeah, it just... I mean, it just seems like an easy fix, just play someone else there. Like, yeah. And surely it can't be as bad. I mean, just just cover off this goal so he... Oh, I don't know what he does. I can't even say misreads it, but instead of heading it clear, he heads it backwards, uh, which mm. ends up running straight to their man who loops it over Fleck with a... He also looks like he misjudges it, to be honest, although I'm, yeah. I'm not sure why he's the man that's there at all. And then, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy's got all the time in the world to control it and, and somehow get it past Baldock and Olsen on the line. Um, you know, not saying that either of them should have stopped it, but, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. A very, very prevent, preventable goal and a, a total sickness. You know, the last two home games ago, we obviously conceded in God knows what minute that was against Huddersfield, yeah. but late on again and... Yeah, just, uh, I, I don't know, we need to shake this feeling of inevitability around these, particularly these set-piece goals. Um, the set-piece thing is so frustrating, because I don't think that is purely down to Robinson. I think you can take him out of the team. We, we conceded late again, and it wasn't a set-piece, but we conceded late against Huddersfield with poor defending, he wasn't on the pitch. Yeah. It goes deeper than Robinson, but having him there is not going to improve things. I just don't, I just don't get why he's in the team, like... I, I don't. I, I can't. I, I, the one. Thing, I'm going to try and stick up for him here and say. I suppose you could say at least he tried to command that. He tried to make that header. He just got it completely wrong. And I've got nothing against his uh, work rate, his uh, his commitment, or anything like that. I think he even showed even on the goal, his commitment showed by the fact he's he's jumping and trying to get rid of it. I just don't think he's a very good defender. Yeah, well, I don't think he's very good at anything. That's the no. There were a couple of times as well on, on the ball where he, oh, yeah, God Almighty, that, that yeah. attempted cross from a sort of recycled throw. I think in the that second half, that was. I I just looked around as if I mean, like I said, I'm not a professional footballer, so if they all listed it or whatever, then you know, obviously they're miles better than me. But I just don't understand how a professional footballer does that. To be honest, what he did in that with that cross thing. Yeah, and the thing is, I'm not convinced that he's playing badly. I I am more convinced that this is his actual ability level. And um... uh, yeah, that's it. And this is why I'm I'm loath to go in on him. We are because we have to. Because I don't think it, there's certain players we've had. You could say he's not trying. You, even Lundstrom last season, you know, against the with Southampton, he was a disgrace that game. And we called it out on here and we said, you know, he's not trained, he's not tracking back, he's not bothered. You can't say that about Robinson. I think he's putting everything into it. I just don't think he's very good. Yeah, which sounds like harsh criticism, but that's uh, that's the reality. What, one thing, I mean, I'm assuming he's in the team because he's left-footed and that helps us theoretically bring it out from the back, but he's not... I mean, what is, I'd say he's a, an average passer at best. This I mean, is it. If you're gonna, if you're playing him purely to bring you out of the back, then <clears throat> put Martin Davis at centre half. He's not centre half, but if, if that's what you want, or put, you know, Luke Freeman at centre half. If you want <laughs> someone who, if it's just about playing out of the back, he's not good in the air. He loses his man. Um, he, he's not very good on the ball. He, he, like I say, his commitment is is really is really good. He puts a lot of elastic ditch blocks in. A lot of the time, it's because he's. So far off the pace, they has to do that. But he's just he's they, they bash him. You can put Egan on the left hand side and bash him on the right, and there is no way that's worse than Robinson playing there. Yeah, 
if if Davies is not available Saturday, uh, there has to be someone other than Jack Robinson there. Basham has to play, and he, I, I'm not convinced with Basham in a two, but I do know that Basham wouldn't have done that yesterday. Yeah, or maybe uh, Laparta, you know, yeah. chuck, chuck him in there. Why not? Yeah. It just it can't be worse. <laughs> it really can't, and it seems really harsh, and I, I hate doing it, but he can't play. He, he just can't play for us unless it's a cup game or something like that. Yeah. I, it's so frustrating, to be honest, in the first sense that we bought him and, he, and we stuck with him. Mm, yeah. Don't mind him as a, you know, a backup, a, a, you know, a third, fourth choice or something like that, but... Right now, there are many other players I would like to see ahead of him who I don't think would harm us as much, to be honest. No, I mean, um, we said last season about him that he he, he can play, you, you just sort of don't recognise him, he plays all right for 80 minutes, but in those 10 minutes that he doesn't, mm, he's really poor. Yeah, that's a good shout. Um, so, obviously, massive frustration at full time. Um, but yeah, with a, with a step back, there's... There's encouraging signs in this game from an attacking perspective. I think there's a yeah, you know, it, it does feel like something's starting to click here, and we're finally creating chances. We're finishing a few chances as well. Gibbs White looks like a real spark for us, and Jai looks like a hell of a find as well. Um, you know, I think Fleck built on uh, an excellent performance on Saturday. It wasn't quite as good. I but thought Norwood still... were really good. I, mm-hmm. I've not really seen people mention Norwood. I don't think Norwood gave the ball away from what I can... And he got forward a couple of times. I had a really good shot in the first half. Yeah. No, it, this is what I mean. I feel like I feel like something's coalescing here, which is why I'm incredibly frustrated at the final result of that game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I'm, I'm pleased that there's some signs coming from the last two games that this could be, you know, a more positive season than the first five games would have indicated us. Well, we said we just want to see something, didn't we? After the Huddersfield yeah. game, we said we want to see something being built and then we can worry about the league position and points and stuff later on. I think we're getting there now. I do I do think we are seeing signs. We might go and lose to Hull, but we've seen signs in the last two to show that what we can do. I don't think I saw people talk back down to earth. I don't think it is a back down to earth. We were obviously miles better than we have been all season, barring the Peterborough game. Yeah. There's no debate that we're a far better side now. But why are we doing that defensively? And like you say, that that's hopefully something we can sort out. We're not going to be anywhere near promotion because you can't you can't score three goals every match. No. Lack of chance creation would worry me more than defensive yeah. Yeah. weakness yeah. or mistakes, that, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Any uh, any other individuals you want to pick out from the game? Uh, I thought Berger were really good when he came on. Yeah, I'm glad you uh, mentioned him actually. Dro- yeah. Drove past players. I thought uh, really we looked far better when he came on. I thought in an attacking sense, and interesting that he played far further forward than he normally does, um, and that seemed to work for me. Yeah. So he came on for Freeman and he was playing like an attacking, you know, as, as one of those three attacking midfielders, wasn't he? Mm. He started on the left and then I think he moved, he moved over to the right. It's obviously where his goal came from, but yeah, yeah, he was, he was starting to drive into the box from there. Yeah. I, I liked, I thought it was a good cameo. I, I actually was a little bit surprised when I, I looked at the timeline of the game that he was on for half an hour. Cause in my head, mm. it was only like 20, 20, 15 yeah, minutes yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so maybe you could say, oh, he could have done more in that half an hour. Um, you know, obviously scored a goal and had, had a mm. couple of good good moments as well. But yeah, I uh, I hope he can get into our starting eleven again soon because I, I just think 
I just think he offers us so much. I know, I know he has his detractors and stuff, but yeah, he's clearly a very good player, and I'm glad he gets the yeah, goal as well. Yeah, as well. I think in hindsight, you're probably possibly starting above Freeman in this match, and I, I want a Freeman to play, so I'm, I'm you know, captain hindsight, but yeah. possibly win that game. Yeah, maybe. I'm assuming it's fitness reasons that uh, he didn't start, so maybe he will be in um, on Saturday unless uh, unless Osborne makes a full recovery, so hopefully he will. Um, good. I don't think I have any other... I mean, we've sort of been through most of the entire team there. I thought Sharp was quiet compared to Saturday, but he had a really strong end to the game. It was like he just came out of nowhere. Like Suddenly, the last 20 minutes, he was involved in everything, and yeah, obviously, he sort of he created the second goal. He had a, a good sort of turn and shot himself. Um, yeah, any any thoughts on uh, Billy's follow-up act from his three assists? Yeah, I mean, obviously, he wasn't as uh, outstanding as he was in that, and I do think he should have done better with that header and stuff. Um, but I still think he's the first-try striker if he's fit on Saturday. He's got to play. <clears throat> He has created more big chances than any other player in the championship after these first five and what we're on six and a half games, if you like, with some games still to play tonight. That's pretty good considering he's not played every single game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't knock that at all. And like I say, I I don't think it was his best game yesterday, but I'd have possibly taken off earlier from McBurney. And that, in hindsight, might have worked with that set piece goal at the end Mm. uh, because I thought it looked a little bit tired towards the end. But he still, you know, he could have scored at the end. So. What do I know? Um, All right, that's everyone who played in this game. Uh, (laughs) I think literally minutes after I published the... uh, So when we finished recording last time on Monday, I tweeted saying we just recorded. And uh, within seconds, United announced the signing of uh, Adlen Guadiora on a free transfer. Yes, yes. I've got to think it's a troll move at this point from, from United, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) so this guy's been training with us for a few weeks Algerian international defensive midfielder Um, yeah I'm I'm quite happy with this as sort of another body a low risk signing Jukanovic obviously knows him well Um, it's funny in a way like I think I saw someone tweet this actually of like how come we've got so many midfielders but we don't have any centre halves. I was like, wow. <laughs> We're in a position where we have so many midfielders suddenly. Just yeah, because well, Norwood and Fleck have suddenly had a good game and Osborne as well. If this side were made two weeks ago, everyone would have been going mad. What we do is just we're scraping the barrel. But now obviously we brought players in, it's like, yeah, good signing that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously we're not pinning everything on him, which it did look like we might have to a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, I mean I do think yesterday for instance they were far more physical than us, Preston. Mm. They did win a lot of 50-50s and a lot of second balls and things like that, and they did break away a lot easier, which is possibly to do with the style of play that you kind of has, where they get more space in the final third. Maybe, you know, I think he's um, I think he's a bit of a tough character, isn't he, by all accounts? Yes, indeed. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, you know, a good sort of extra body to have, I think, in midfield if, um, you know, even with the new players coming in, they are not particularly physical or, no. you know, not say they're weaklings or anything like that, but they're not your midfield enforcer types, which I'm hopeful he can, you know, be if the situation requires it. Dare I say this season's Mo Besic. There we go. <laughs> the greatest yeah. player I've ever had. <laughs> Don't mention Mo Besic. Everyone, 
He's, the years go on and Mo Bessage becomes the greatest <laughs> player of all time, don't they? Where's Mo Bessage? It is weird he's not got a club, though, I have to admit. Yes, I know. It's slightly suspect, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's played like, I don't know, it's played like three games in two years now or something. Yeah, very odd. Anyway, I don't know how I managed to get Mo Bessage into this podcast. Let's, um, let's look <laughs> ahead, mate, to Hull. Um, this could be a... This could be a very good week if we end up with seven points from three games. That's a absolutely would have taken it at the start of the week. So we will just have one quick break here and then we'll be back and we will preview that whole City game on Saturday. Staying safe online for the equivalent price of one cup of coffee every month sounds pretty good to me. And that is why I use NordVPN to stay safe online. They encrypt my traffic on web and mobile means I never have to worry about unsecure websites or apps or indeed who's actually behind those public Wi-Fi networks when I'm working on the move or trying to keep up with whatever's happening on Blade's Twitter during this week. NordVPN also make it super easy for me to switch my virtual location with just a single click. So that gives me access to things like streaming platforms that aren't available in the UK, like Netflix overseas, Hulu, HBO documentaries, and more. NordVPN is fast and secure, and they have a special offer for Blades Pod listeners. 73% off a two-year plan, plus four bonus months absolutely free. All you have to do is head to nordvpn.com, so that's N-O-R-D-V-P-N.com slash bladespod. Or if you're just on their website anyway, make sure you use the code BladesPod when you sign up and you will get 73% off a two-year plan plus those four bonus months absolutely free, as I said. It's a limited time offer, so don't wait around. Head to nordvpn.com slash BladesPod today. Now back to the podcast. And we're back. And uh, yeah, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday with the Blades, uh, I think for the first time this season. Or maybe it's the first time I'm going to all those games anyway because... Hull City, uh, quite a generous away uh, allocation for us. And also they ended up getting down to uh, my pitiful amount of loyalty points as well. So very pleased to take advantage of that. You're obviously going as well on Saturday. Yeah, Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I really am looking forward to it. It's my first away game since Reading uh, last season. Oh, God, yeah. Not last season. Season Season before. before, Obviously no one went last season. In in the before. Yes, in the before (laughs) times. I'm I'm just trying to think now. I don't think I've been to an away game since... uh, since Spurs away, the one-all draw, the uh, Lundstrom Big Ten. thought your next away game would have been all away. All away, yeah, <laughs> I know, crikey. Um, yeah, so I'm also looking forward to this, uh, you know, the away experience. Bit of a shame it's a 12.30 kickoff, but what can you do, you know, if it's going to be causing trouble if there's an extra two and a half hours of uh, build-up time. Um, the last time we played Hull, I was there, and it was... I don't, I don't know. It's the only time I've been to Hull actually for for football was the last time, and it's not not the greatest away trip, but that was a amazing afternoon at uh, yeah. at the KCOM or whatever it's uh, whatever it's known as these days. As, I've only uh, been once. I went when we be uh, John when we got promoted under Warnock and Chris Armstrong scored. Oh yeah, it's like a, was it two one or three one or something like that. Three uh, one it was. Yeah, we're one 0 down. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Obviously won three 0 last time with uh, mm. McGoldrick with an absolute beauty and yeah one of one of my best away uh, experiences I think so if we if we can come somewhere close to that this weekend I will definitely take that one. Um, what what do you know about Hull City's season so far? 
I think they started a bit better than everyone actually thought they were going to. Mm. Um, and then they've sort of, they had a poor result yesterday, didn't they? Um, 2 0, so, was it? It was, yeah, to Blackburn. Yeah. So they um, they started the season fantastically. They won 4 1 at Preston, of all teams, um, oh. before Preston <laughs> of. Uh, I think it's fair to say Preston of. Got their act together a little bit in the last few games. Uh, Hull have not. They won four-one on the opening day of the season. They haven't actually scored in the league since that game. Did you know this? I, I game along. <laughs> <laughs> along comes Jack Robinson to sort yeah. that one out. So since they won four-one, they've gone nil three, nil one, nil two, a pair of nil nils, and then nil two, as you mentioned. This I'm just uh, looking now. Them. Yeah, wow, that is yeah. I mean, that's probably getting into club record territory, I would have thought. I mean, I don't even know if we did that last season, did we, when we were we only scored 20 goals? I'm not sure, actually. No, I'm trying to think. Did we... Six league games without a, a goal for Hull. Wow, six in a row, yeah. yeah. They'll score on Saturday. I think that's pretty much inevitable. Not because they haven't scored, just because we, we can't defend. <laughs> Saying that, I think I lost... Well, we've kept two clean sheets on the road, haven't we, uh, this season, so... yeah. Just haven't scored. <laughs> just haven't scored. No, oh, we haven't literally haven't scored. Yeah, haven't we? So, yeah. I know. Oh, I'm getting so, all over this one, then, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, possibly. Um, a few other stats. They have the third worst xG against from open play. So a very, a very weak defense so far, which is, is right, it, yeah. allied to not scoring is is not a good combo. Um, mm. It is stylistically. I think they've been quite similar to us uh, before this week. Anyway, very slow build up. Uh, they have quite a high volume of shots, but very few proper chances. Um, they are also, and this was like, uh, I don't know what, what's the opposite of like a red flag, as in it's it's a good thing. I was like, oh, hello. White flag. <laughs> the white blue flag. flag. The blue flag. Let's go with blue flag. <laughs> they are an even less aggressive pressing team than Peterborough were. They have the highest. This is what I want to hear. This is what, because our players are just too small. So we can't. <laughs> if people close us down and get in our faces, that's what we don't like. So, <laughs> yeah. so if, if you thought Peterborough gave us a lot of time, that is how Hull have played so far this season. No guarantee they'll play like that against us on Saturday because obviously that's generally not a advisable tactic against us. I don't think. But no. if, if they do, there's reason to expect we might have a good time. They they've got the highest um, passes per defensive action in the league. And the third lowest turnovers in the opposition third as well, so possession wins in the final third. We are fourth lowest for comparison, just to you know, not put us out there as um, yeah, 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 super yeah. pressing team or anything. Uh, <laughs> in terms of standout players, uh, Keen Lewis Potter. This seems to be a bit of a theme of players with three surnames at the moment. We obviously had <laughs> Johnson, Clark, Harris. We've got Morgan Gibbs White ourselves. Um, he Lewis Potter. This is one of the most prolific dribblers in the league so far. He's, uh, second in the league for average carry distance and in the top 10 for dribbles that have ended in a chance either for himself or his teammates. So one mm. to watch there. And the keeper's had a good start to the season as well. He's second in the league for goals prevented versus the expected goals that he's had to face. He has also yeah. faced the highest number of shots. That I was about to say, that's a, I think Ramsdale were fairly out last season mm-hmm. in, that, in that particular field. So Indeed. So that may be the Ramsdale... Uh, the Ramsdale cor- corollary, corollary. I'm not sure you say that word. I, I started with that thinking I'll sound intelligent here, and then realised that. Yeah, I just noticed that uh, Tyler Smith's not played yet, has he? Or certainly he came on last night. I was about to mention him. Ah, um, right. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he, he obviously has been 
part of their squad for a couple of games now. Hasn't scored yet, as, as neither mm-hmm. of the team is. But um, yeah, I guess that'll be another... I don't know, a, a small sort of frisson of, of worry if he ends up starting or coming off the bench and like, oh yeah, God, he's yeah. going to be the one to uh, end their scoreless streak. But no, yeah. I, I, I assume he will get a good round of applause from Blades fans. I mean, I think yeah, just... he's not done anything wrong, has he? And his brother's still here, which I found out about <laughs> a month ago. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, I mean, this is a game we... It's a great chance for three more points, I think. This, this would be... Very disappointing one to lose, I think. And yeah. as I say, if we can, if we can get those three points, and you have seven points in a week coming out of the international break, that probably catapults you up the league quite significantly. This is the thing I said. I mean, you know, I, I'm not. I'm genuinely not even looking at the league, and not just because we're doing bad. Like, just the. Uh, I think in the championship as well, you need to just be in and around there by about Christmas. So that, that's when I'll start looking. No, November time or something like that. But. Obviously, we drop points. There's no getting away that I think any team in the division looks at Preston at home and thinks that's a chance for three points. And we didn't get it, especially one who, you know, thinking about at least the playoffs, which hopefully we still are. We can sort of rectify that to a degree by winning away from home and getting, like you said, you take seven points for those three games. So, yeah, I, I'm certainly not like guaranteeing three points, you know, lock no, it up no. or anything like that. But um, yeah, I feel like we're in a better place than we were. But um, I mean, we could have been much worse, to be honest pre-international break you know we've got some new players we've got a spark we it looks like we're starting to get an identity of how we want to play when we have the ball as well which I haven't been able to say for 30 odd games to be honest you know dating back to Wilder and probably Heckingbottom as well to be honest inheriting that tough situation and certainly was unable to say about Jukanovic's first five games in charge as well so yeah Yeah. I'm, I'm going into this with some optimism mate um yeah, more optimism than I had before the Peterborough game, I think. Just because it looks like the process is getting there. We created some good chances last night. It wasn't, you know, a, a total rampage through their defence or anything. But, mm. yeah, this is, uh, this is a good chance for us to get first away goal, first away win as well. So, bring it on. Looking forward to it. Um, if anyone's got any good recommendations for uh, pubs in Hull that might be open at around... <laughs> Half past nine in the morning, <laughs> more like ten I'm o'clock. I say actually. that, yeah. I've not yeah. gone. I can't remember what it's like going this early to an away game. Oh, the Reading game, or like uh, a late kickoff, obviously. So, mm. yeah, uh, I don't really wake up until about one pm. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit me up with uh, recommendations for uh, somewhere that opens at ten o'clock and is accessible from Hull train station because uh, the social club we went to before the last time we were there is. Unfortunately, on the other side of the ground from the station, so that kind of rules yeah. that one out a bit with, yeah. with with minimal pre-match time in uh, in hand. Anyway, mate, uh, I think that's everything. <clears> I'm looking <throat> look forward to that one. Obviously, I, I feel I don't know. I think as time goes by, I'm a bit less annoyed about last night. You know, just because I can sort of, I think I can take the positives of hey, look, we scored some more goals, and, and you know, I, I was the same after the game, and I saw you know, I saw Twitter and forums and stuff like that and everyone's furious because it's a last minute goal and I were the same I was just walking out going oh I can't believe it blah 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 but in the cold light of day you do look back and there are so many things that you can build on there just that defence it's not it's not just the defence as well by the way not in terms of the individual defenders just how we defend mm. big hoofs and long throws into the area because it's like you said it's got to the point now where every time someone gets a corner or a throw and you think this is probably going to be a chance to be honest <laughs> yeah Pretty much, yeah, which uh, I was hoping we would fix by coming down a division and having mm-hmm. a new manager as well, even yeah. if we haven't had the first-choice players out there for 
much of the um, much of the season. I yeah, it'll be interesting. We, we weren't quite there here, but excuse me. <coughs> if um, if Berger ends up starting on Saturday, for example, it would be quite interesting to do a comparison of the eleven from the Birmingham game to that eleven because mm. there's a lot of changes. You know, obviously, yeah. obviously in goal, uh, Davis if he's fit, he would be in there. Uh, Norrington Davis and Jai Gibbs White. I don't think Sharp started the first game. No, uh, no. Osborne. I don't believe started the. First... Oh, he started at left. He, back, did. he didn't played he? at left back though, and at left wing back. Yeah. So say Berger comes in for Freeman, for example. Uh, just you know, off the top of my head, that's a very different team. And uh, based on the last two games, it's a lot better team as well. So yeah, yeah. threw it away last night, but I'd. I'd rather have something to throw away than uh, have gone through ninety minutes not looking like we're going to score in a million years. To be honest, so that's yeah. my that's my positive that sort of bubbles under the frustration of a two-all draw with Preston when we <laughs> it was right there for us and then we were one. It is. It's a lot. I mean, like you say, if, if if it had played out as a two-two or a one-one draw, for instance. I think we'd have been frustrated and said, oh, I should have probably won that. Or it's that gut punch where you think you've got three points and you throw it away. I mean, like I say, if it were a world day, I think you can hold your hands up and say, that's fair enough, that happens. But when it's just a, a pathetic goal like that, <laughs> that's what's the uh, that's that's what, where the, uh, the anger comes from. Pathetic is right, mate. We'll finish yeah. it on that note. Uh, <laughs> Living with Maidley is, is out now, the new episode. Uh, the, yes. well, the first episode of the new series, I should say. Do you want to just a quick plug for that and for the yeah, uh, few from as well? Uh, we, people are uh, questioning uh, the rules of what con- uh, constitutes as a one-it wonder. So check out, <laughs> see if you think we've got it right. Or uh, Liam's an hypocrite. Um, I'll just put that in there but but yeah so check that out Living We Made One and I've just put the view from Preston up this afternoon as well quite saucy I think that's not saucy one term to use but yeah uh, quite like "Ah, in your face Sheffield United so we've not had one of them for a while no I'm just trying to think with Preston I mean it's not like they're short of local rivals is it there's like a no. A million teams in Lancashire. There's probably more than. Uh, uh, I think a lot of our fans have took, taken to Twitter and said, "Long ball, foulers, physical," and they've taken offence. It's very much like we were under Warnock and certain other managers, where you win a game and the other and the opposition fans are saying, "We'll want to watch that every week." <laughs> yeah, well, I, I disagree with those those people, to be honest. And, and also, if you think Preston are physical and long ball, then. You probably ain't seen nothing yet, to be honest. They were just a very well-organised championship team who came with a game plan, you know, try to slow it down as mm. much as possible, yep. took advantage of a couple of mistakes, and, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> they targeted that left side of our defence, like I said, which is smart play. That's what I would want us I've to do. I've seen people, you know, I'm just looking at, like, on, on the view from um, what I put on, on S2 and... Uh, let me just get his name here while we're uh, Bladesthorpe said some of our uh, fans have selective memory problems Preston missed some absolute sitters and deserved at least a point if not all three I disagree with that I mean I'd have to see the match back to I think we shaded it personally just but I can't begrudge Preston getting a point it wasn't a, a, a definite we are the better side here. how did we throw that away or anything like that yep agreed uh, it, it, uh, I was just going to say actually with the whole view they absolutely hate us, you know, talking as spicy yes. views. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what you dig up from the whole fans because I remember it was a, a particularly spiky atmosphere. I, I don't know, because I was talking to a mate who was a Wednesday fan and I was saying, oh, they hate us. Because oh, they hate us as well. Maybe they just hate everyone. Because I know they hate Maybe. Leeds as well. So <laughs> it's, like, it's like the reverse yeah. Millwall. Like, <laughs> it's yeah, not no reverse, one likes yeah. us, it's we like no one. 
Uh, yeah, they're yeah. So that they, they they absolutely hate us, uh, judging on past uh, <laughs> past view from. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. I'll probably post that Friday morning. Excellent stuff. I, I I have to say I'm enjoying getting back into the ritual of the season. If you like, you know, a game every. Mm. I know we just had an international break, but a game every three or four days is is quite pleasing. I mean, it really it. is. It's really strange as well because when I'm like obviously doing the view from and stuff, it got to like Sunday night, and I thought. Oh my god, we're playing again Tuesday. He's got one of these lined up, and then yeah. you go on the Preston board, and all they were talking about is the Saturday game, obviously, because that mm. was so fresh in the memory. So, yeah, even myself getting to grips with like, you know, oh yeah, I, I used to do these Tuesday mornings, you know what I mean, <laughs> stuff like that. But yeah, I I love the Championship. I have to admit. I mean, I know everyone wants to be in the Premier League, and I hope the last pod we're doing on this is us celebrating going up in the playoff final or something like that. But I do love the Saturday Tuesday thing because. You get it out of your system three days' time. That last-minute goal will be forgotten about as we're all rocking up at all. So, yeah, very nicely put. You're you're so good at these like concluding statements. I'm, I don't I, mean to. Yeah, I'm, I swear I'm, you script them in advance. I, I, I swear I'm not that. I'm too lazy for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I might. Yeah, I might start uh, selling them. <laughs> <laughs> nicely done. Right. Well, that is Roy's view from dot com. Uh, I'm sure the whole one will definitely be worth a read. Um, mm. on Friday whenever it is that you post it uh, yeah. follow Andrew at Panchero on Twitter follow me at Blazepod and yeah pub recommendations very welcome for this weekend as well um, and that's Take it mate I know we won't I'll re- edit that out <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, got, I got any money or yeah. Apple Pay or any form of payment whatsoever I'm just going to sponge <laughs> off my dad this weekend right mate we'll we'll wrap up there thanks for thanks for your time with the Double podcast uh, week to be uh, well. No, we'll 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 probably record on uh, Monday next week, I guess. But we'll fix up a time off air. But as always, appreciate your company and appreciate your effort in uh, putting together this episode of Blades Pod. So, thanks to everyone for listening, and thank you once again to yourself. Thank you, mate. Thanks a lot.